Welcome, and thank you for tuning into Organon, the official podcast of Ology Research Group, exploring contemporary social issues via data, insights, and change. As many of you who've been following Ology know, we provide organizations with research and evaluation support, survey instrument design, survey implementation, analytics for reports, assessment, and grant writing to allow organizations to continue to serve as effective agents of change for the betterment of our communities and the communities they serve. We also have this pretty cool podcast called Organon, which we have committed to as a team for over the past year, um, meeting almost religiously every Sunday, uh, pun unintended, to talk about critical social issues. On today's special episode, which at the time of recording, it's currently Sunday, December 31st, New Year's Eve, but this podcast will be the first to launch in the new year, 2018, we wanted to recap some of the highlights, triumphs, and challenges of the year 2017 for our organization, along with what Ology has in store for 2018. And today on uh, this special podcast, we have recording from New York City, myself, Carl Letamendi. And Jasmine Letamendi. And it is a very casual conversation about what some of our accomplishments were to those those who are listening and have been listening for a while, or, or those who are just picking up our podcast right now. We incorporated, just to take you back a little bit, we incorporated Ology Research Group in late 2015. And at the time, we were working with a couple of organizations and developing some partnerships to see if we could come up with any kind of um, any any kind of partnerships that could arise from any of these other nonprofits. And one of them, a lot of them, I want to say most of them were from Los Angeles. Um, we have, for instance, the Museum of Tolerance, which we were talking to last year. In 2000, well, 2016, um, Jazz Hands for Autism, which we still speak to today, Project Caring and Sharing and Detours Mentoring Group, which are two California-based nonprofits that help um, with mentoring and integrating former prisoners and uh, people who are coming from jail back into the community, connecting them with resources. Susan B. Anthony Foundation is one that's in South Florida. We kind of preliminarily started to see if there were any opportunities there. And uh, there was also an, uh, another uh, pilot project with LGBT and at-risk youth and potentially having a um, like some sort of party or awareness campaign. But just to give you a sense, in 2016, we were working on developing these partnerships and seeing where we could go. And one of the most exciting things that happened in um, in late 2015 is we actually incorporated as a nonprofit. And then in 2016, we, we started to uh, record our video campaigns, right? Yes, we had our video campaign, which was the Edology campaign. Right. We, we had Edology, which was more of a product that we put together for our K-12 populations, um, which we're still, we're still working with a couple of, uh, of potential school leaders to see if there's any chances that we can get in to help uh, their schools and their teachers with visualizing 
their students' interim informative assessment scores. So that product is complete, completely done. And we've also had in, in 2000, 2015, other than the incorporation, nothing much happened. But in, in 2016, that's when we really started to promote the organization. We got our website and we really started to push hard with the analogy package. But then we started to realize that it's a very difficult environment to get into because a lot since schools are usually operated by the city, then there's contracts, uh, contracting laws that have to go in place. And there's, and of course, we, we did take necessary steps to try to get into those environments and, and the, the groundwork is all still there, which is great. But we also realized that we needed to work on other areas of the organization as well, the other key areas that we care about. Yeah, and some of the highlights is that this, in 2017, we were able to get graduate research assistants. So these are graduate students that go to NYU or other, we've also had graduate students from Florida as well, from other universities, our NSU, Nova Southeast University. We have we have some alum and outreach efforts that we have as well, where we get some graduate students to assist us. So this internship program allows them to work on grant writing, uh, blogging, and also just researching different types of organizations that we can collaborate with, and also social media engagement, which is helping us with that aspect as well. And this year, we also filed for the 501c3, which was a which was a big accomplishment for us to file for the application and then getting it approved. So kudos over here to Carl <laughs> and Casey. We all met this Pat and Courtney. We met in April, and we had our annual retreat as well, which was a big highlight for us to really think critically of like the work that we're doing. We recorded seven podcasts that weekend that they were here in April, which was great. And our we every year we strive to have our annual retreat, which is an opportunity for us to reconnect with our colleagues in the West Coast and we're here on the East Coast. But we are very dedicated to the work that we do here at Ology. We also have an advisory board where we have Amit Patel. He formerly worked for the Office of research and development in, at the USDA Forest and Service. So he's Forest been a service. Forest Service. So he's been a great asset to us as well. And we have Cafele from the University of California in San Diego. And he's he's been a great asset as well, helping us with the higher education component area and just advising us. So we have been blessed this year to have a great support network and we're excited for what's what's coming next in the horizon in 2018 we've also been working with an organization here based in new york city right and just to provide we've developed some solid partnerships starting from the ones that we have been trying to cultivate in 2016 um we managed to connect with an awesome nonprofit. Um, as I mentioned, Jazz Hands for Autism, and they um, we, we collaborated together to, to submit a joint application for a foundation grant. So that was very exciting, and we look forward to other opportunities for grant submissions and 
the feedback that we've been getting from our clients is that they're very happy that the, uh, of the work that we do for them because normally a small nonprofit would have to pay a fee to get um, to, to have someone come in and, and write a grant and it's usually not cheap but we commit to being a part of the project along the way so as an entity that's written in to the projects then that way we're able to provide support on the front end for no cost and we really do try to put in a lot of energy into it with the anticipation that our partner is going to get the grant because that's the only way that we'll get paid as an organization so we thought that system really worked um, of course, it depends on the size of the organization and how much um, funding they currently have and what they are able to provide up front. But for Jazz Hands in particular, we were able to provide that service kind of in kind on the front end so they didn't have to pay for it. And we did the same with Detours Mentoring Group and um, Project Caring and Sharing. We learned how to fill out a federal application through grants.gov by ourselves. We went through the whole process of, of becoming registered on the federal um, database that you need to sign up for in order to apply for a grant. We put together the entire grant narrative in less than a month, which ended up being about 70 pages long. And similar to what we did for with Jazz Hands for Autism, um, we were able to submit a, a joint application. The federal grant we applied for in 2016, and it was a major accomplishment. It gave us inspiration for the next one, which was Jazz Hands for Autism's uh, submission to the foundation. And uh, a lot of our energy, aside from producing the, the podcast, is we're also doing a, a lot of writing as well on the side. We're really trying to make sure that we echo what it is that we do to, to different areas um, of, of interest. And we caught the attention of one organization called the Research Foundation to Cure AIDS. And basically what they do is they're, um, they're raising not just awareness, but also funding in order to, um, to be able to make the argument that it's not, it's not only a disease that warrants research and funding to develop treatment or prevention, but also a cure. And if you think many centuries ago, there were diseases that we don't even get nowadays that people used to die of by thousands. So for instance, nowadays we would get a flu shot in order to develop immunity to the flu. Back in the day, people, people would usually die from diarrhea, fevers, and flu. Um, so looking forward into the next 50 years or maybe sooner, the anticipation is that perhaps AIDS and HIV will be a disease that we think of as something that used to happen to people and that people don't die of as much anymore. And um, just to read uh, some of their, their verbiage, the Research Foundation to Cure AIDS, also known as ROTCA, is an alliance of leaders from diverse fields who are developing a cure for AIDS that is accessible and affordable for those in need worldwide. Uh, they've developed somewhat of a cell therapy cure that could be implemented worldwide, at, uh, which is their, an ambitious goal of theirs. 
And they strongly believe that uh, with innovative economic models, employing corporate social responsibility, and also pub um, executing public and private partnerships are a vital, uh, play a vital role in making the gift of a cure a reality for all of those in need as cutting edge science and medicine. So some of the technology that's on the table for the Research Foundation to Cure AIDS has already yielded promising um, in, in, in engaging um, stem cells to do other things. And I'm not going to get into detail about that, but if you want to learn a little bit more about what they do, you can check them out at rftca.org. Uh, re that's Research Foundation to Cure AIDS. And what we are doing as Ology Research Group with them is we're exploring the possibility of pursuing targeted um, foundations and organizations to help su support the cure for AIDS. Um, and not just the awareness campaign, but also the lab work that's required to do it, perhaps even to get the get to FDA trials and, and to clinical trials, and then potentially even uh, vaccination development, who knows. And it's it's very exciting stuff. And the, one of the things that we do anticipate in the year 2018 is working a lot more with the Research Foundation to Cure AIDS in order to help them potentially get to that next phase where they are submitting um, grant applications to do the work and not just the lab work and the advocacy, but also research. And part of what we're doing now is trying to execute a study to show that having HIV AIDS um, that has been miscalculated in, in, in the field of health and public health in general because people who get HIV AIDS also develop other things, not just the HIV AIDS. So as a result of all of those other illnesses that are developed, they all have associated costs tied to that. So the idea is to try to develop an, um, a national analysis that will tell us what the true cost of HIV AIDS is, um, including all of the other comorbidities and the other prescriptions that result out of that. And it's something that we're gonna be working with them on in the year 2018, as well as continuing doing this podcast, which we do every Sunday. Yeah, having this opportunity to collaborate with our partners is a great asset to us because we are able to build these relationships, understand the needs and interests that they have, and work with resources around so that we could, you know, have the opportunity to obtain for funding and development funding, which is something that we are passionate about in helping organizations such as RFTCA. And this is the beauty of Organin, where we're able today in this episode to share with you these highlights, these moments that have been transformational for us and our team and our partners. So this is like a great opportunity for us to just be here with you. It's what, 3.28 p.m. right now? And we are excited. It's freezing outside. It's about 16 degrees or so the last time I checked. Um, but it doesn't matter. We're still here. We are committed to provide you with all our highlights and letting you know how we want to impact the world. Mm -hmm. 
And another thing that we're definitely going to be doing in 2018 is going back to California. Um, we exchange, have been changing um, the location of the annual retreats each year. This year it was here in New York. The year before, the year prior it was in California. Or I feel like it was in California two years back to back. And then New York and now we're going back. And what we're going to be doing there is discussing revamping of the website. Um, there's some videos that we started to produce. We were very ambitious and we took out a lot of our own money to develop some videos that we that, that where we had a solid direction of where we thought we were going at the moment. But now that we've had the opportunity to work with several organizations over the last couple of years, this year in particular, and that what we do is more fine-tuned. We want to create a website to reflect what that is. And we'll be working over the next several weeks to identify what those things are that we need to revamp to. And then once we're in California again for, for that weekend, in February, then we'll we'll discuss it as a team and make sure that those changes happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're able to reconnect and just stay grounded on like our, our long-term goals for 2018. So this is an important part for us. And it's been great recording. This is going to be our 56th episode. So that's, that's a big accomplishment for us and how committed we are. And it's true, just as Carl said, we meet every Sunday online virtually as a team and we're able we also have guests we've had a plethora of different types of guests from all types of you know different industries sharing with us how they're impacting their communities and what trends are happening mm-hmm. right and another thing we're going to be doing for those who are curious and looking for our irs 990 we haven't filed yet that's on the to-do list for 2018 we have three years to file um after incorporating so we'll be we'll make sure that we do that before december of 2018 for sure and we are looking forward to potentially doing some a little bit of fundraising for ology also because it does take a lot a a lot of time to put together this podcast to put together uh, marketing material that goes out to do outreach to organization and we really want to be able to make sure that the the team and in particular the research assistants who put in so much great work into Ology also feel some sort of remuneration um, other than just the experience. We want to ma- also make sure that we can empower them and, and make sure that we're either preparing them for um, long-term plans that coincide with their academic and professional endeavors, or perhaps if opportunities exist to continue contributing to Ology, we also welcome that as well. And for 2018, other than working more with the Research Foundation to Cure AIDS, continuing working on this podcast, exploring other opportunities, and also continuing uh, to listen to the, the folks who have been reaching out to us and letting us know of the feedback, um, that's pretty much what we're going to continue to do and committed to doing. Um, I'm pretty surprised then um, that we've been able to continue doing the podcast for exactly one whole year. A lot of people start podcasts or they'll start a project and they'll never finish it. 
but I think we got good energy in the group with Jasmine, Courtney, and, and Casey. They also bring some great light into ology also. We have um, some debates. We bring reason. We vote. Um, we discuss the direction. We work great as a team. And I think uh, it's been a great year brainstorming in 2014. It's been great launching in 2015. It's been great solidifying in 2016 and 2017. And I look forward to continual growth in 2018. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all our listeners. Keep listening to us. And, and if you want to be on the show, let us know. If you have anybody that you feel would benefit from our podcast, share who we are because we are excited for them. And it's been a pleasure to work with wonderful minds here and also to just be able to connect with you, even if it's just through a podcast. But we are excited for you. This is having a podcast, you also become very vulnerable. You're sharing ideas, you're giving yourself to people that are listening to you. And that's what it's all about. We are a very committed group and we are ourselves. We genuinely care about the issues that we talk about. Man. So to our listeners, thanks for joining us this past year in 2017. We look forward to your continued listenership in 2018. Uh, Thanks for listening. If there's any specific topics you'd like to hear in 2018, please make sure to let us know. You can always shoot us an email at info at ologyresearchgroup.org. Or if you have any ideas for guest speakers that you'd like to have on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on our show as well to talk about anything in particular, the kind of work that you do, any ideas you may have. We always welcome that. And we're always thankful to have guests on the show. Make sure to also check us out on Twitter uh, at Twitter handle uh, Ology Research. And we look forward to 2018. Stay safe, everyone. Yes. Happy New Year. Thank you.